And I'm Elisa Mokeen, and we are two brown chicks changing the face of therapy on both, both sides, sides of the couch. Welcome back. Today we're talking, we're finishing the series. This is the last one of the series um, that is, I went to therapy and this happened, is that normal? So today we're going to talk about, I went to therapy and now I'm starting to talk like my therapist and I'm starting to use terms like my therapist. Is this normal? Um, so like I was going to chat about what that could be, why it's happening, um, and maybe even some things, if there's anything to work on, it may not be, but we'll see what happens. So, um, yeah. so when you think of that, like, do you feel like you're the same way, even as a therapist, do you feel like when you go to therapy, you're starting to kind of like use the stuff that your therapist is saying and talk like they oh, talk? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at the beginning, before I was a therapist and, and, going to therapy you just you do you kind of start speaking this language um and sometimes people are looking at you depending on I know my family would look at me kind of side eye like what are you talking about or you know stop using these terms and stuff so it's definitely something it's, it's just like anything else you know when you when you have a certain group of friends and you're gonna influence one another and so your therapist, who we go to our therapist and we look to them for guidance, of course, they're going to have an influence over us and it's going to influence how we speak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It's so funny because I've had people say like, I can tell when you're in therapy because you just approach things. And I'm like, really? Because I'm already a therapist. Like, yeah, but it's different when you are in therapy because the way that you talk <laughs> and it kind of shifts. And I'm like, okay. So I, I definitely understand that. Um, and so I definitely think it is a normal byproduct of any type of training that you do, right? Like if you're in school, um, if you're doing any type of educational stuff, it, same with, if you go to a doctor and a doctor is telling you this thing is happening with your blood and da, 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 all of a sudden now you have this new knowledge. And so it's normal that you would end up speaking in that way. Um, one of the things that, one of the reasons why is that when we are able, I think the most empowering thing to use your word, the most empowering thing is to be able to put language to something that you didn't quite understand before. Um, I think language is extremely powerful and extremely helpful. I've had so many people in session say, is that what that is? Like they, like they didn't, it just felt one because it tells you this is not something new. This isn't just an isolated case for you. Like there's actually, we have labeled this because it happens so often to people. And so I think it brings like a lot of clarity. It brings a lot of like, oh, okay. Like that's okay. Now I know. And then with that, it brings power, right? With that, it brings this level of like, now that I know, I now feel like this is something that's not just happening to me. It's something that I possibly can't control depending on what it is. And so I think it's, it feels good to be able to know, like, this is what this is. I, uh, yesterday I did a, um, an article, a contribution for, about gaslighting. And mm -hmm. then all day, of course, all, I'm like with my clients, I'm like, is that a gaslighting? You know, like, because it's fresh. <laughs> and so I think that's what happens. Like, as you talk about these things, now you're starting to identify it in your life. Right. And it is empowering. Anytime that you can put um, words or have something in your external world to match up with your internal, internal world, it is empowering. It is validating. And like you said, it also helps to remind us, you're not the only one who's gone through this, which so often that's one of the, that's one of the parts that we struggle most, most when we're healing or when we're struggling with something is because too often we think, 
Nobody else right. is feeling this. Nobody else goes through this. Uh, you know, there's something wrong with me. And so when you start to learn in therapy, oh, this is what's happening. It's a boundary issue. Um, it's it's gaslighting or what have you. Then there's a concept that is being explained to you that you can then apply to your own life. And I think the other part, it, just that awareness, just having that awareness that something is happening that maybe before you even doubted right like i didn't know if that this was actually a thing and so to have somebody affirm it with language that's incredibly empowering mm -hmm. because now i know what it is and now i know what i can possibly do about it right yeah and I, that definitely is it's it feels like i am in more control than maybe i felt before when i didn't know what was going on and so right. it makes you feel like you have somewhere to go and i think when we start to use that language, it also means that it's resonating with you. That means that something about when we are um, in these sessions and you're talking to people, or talking to your, your therapist, and I think sometimes you might leave a therapist session and be like, I'm not sure what I got from that. But then when you start to use that language, when you're starting to look at situations differently, then it's like, oh, okay, so what they're saying is actually resonating. And it's, it's kind of like that first step of, now that I can see it and I can identify it and I can name it, then I can move into what do I need to do to change it? What do I need to do to shift it? And so I always think of um, clients, the, I don't know, what are some common words that you hear clients using? As far as the therapy words go? Yeah. Oh, self-care. I hear them say boundaries. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about grief. You know, I'm grieving um, to, in ways that before they didn't consider grieving. I think boundaries is a big one that I'll hear them talk about. And I'll, I'll leave, I love it when I'll have a client maybe that I'm working with and then they use this language around people in their life and then they'll come back and tell me, you know, Sometimes it's 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 in it's in fun that the people they're talking to are like, oh, you went to see your therapist today, right? Or you went to see your <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it backfires because sometimes it's like, oh, what's all that psychobabble that you're talking about? That's 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 therapy speak, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think boundaries is one of the big ones that clients will come back. Well, the other one that they say a lot is, I'm trying to be self compassionate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. You know, I love it. you know, I stopped and I was, I was trying to be more compassionate with myself. And I'm like, yay. Cause as a yeah. therapist, that's so affirming of the work we're doing. Like, yay, you're getting this and you're applying yeah. it in your day to day. Yeah. I, I agree. Boundaries is probably the biggest one that people use a lot. And I think in, in popular culture as well is getting kind of, you know, a lot of people talk about self-care and boundaries. Triggers is another one, which I think a lot of people use that, but they don't always clearly know what that means. And so when they get kind of more clarity around like, oh, this is an actual trigger, not just, you know, it, it makes it a little bit easier for them to be like, no, that triggered me. But then even to go deeper into understanding why did it trigger you and things like that, but um, trigger. And then I do um, more like parts work. So of course it'd be like, well, that, that was just that part of me that wanted da 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 or my skeptic was just, you know, and so it's, it's always interesting when they start, when you don't even have to prompt it, they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I recognize yeah. that part, and so I had to take a step back and kind of figure out what was that about. Um, so, yeah, so it is, I think it, it, that's what it is. It's like, as you are labeling, as you are starting to learn, then it's like, okay, this does fit, and it feels good, and I can start to apply it once I have that, um, right. as opposed to when, it, if, it, if it was in these, like, I don't want to say generic, but yeah, I think it, it, it just helps a lot in like that, that connection to it. 
I think also something that you said there earlier, you said how you can start to then use it in your communication. And I think that's part of the empowering piece, right? So maybe you were someone who struggled before mm. to advocate for yourself, to advocate for your needs, to let people know when you're upset with them. Like these words, this language, putting language to your internal experience can help you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does help you in your relationships, can even uh, help you when there's conflict in your life, where again, you're, you're able to put voice to what you're feeling. And so many people, when they come to therapy, when we're with therapy, we just, we just don't even get what's happening to us. So to be able to really express ourselves is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That said, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that I'm even thinking about like I statements, right? Saying like, I feel this way and da, 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 da. But it does go into your point of like, when you're using this around people, what are you really, are you doing it to help or what's going on? So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say, so another one of the reasons, and we mentioned this in the last episodes also, is that sometimes what can happen is we get this, we get this insider's view, right? Like, so it's, Kind of like now we have this insider's view, this insider information, part of this cool group of people who go to therapy, mm-hmm. right, as a therapist. And so this is where we have to be car- careful when we're using these words and these terms is are we using it to get a one up on the people in our lives, mm-hmm. which slippery mm-hmm. slope, it can happen. I've been there, you know, um, to where it's like, oh, I get it now. You just, you're crossing my boundaries or you you lack insight or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to use that as a way for us to feel just a little bit better about ourselves, um, that the people around us are not quite as right with their mental health. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel like it can definitely be like, it can be dismissive sometimes. Like sometimes it's, you know, this person is trying to express and tell you how they feel. And you're like, that doesn't have to do with me. That has to do with your childhood wounds. (laughs) (laughs) No, you made me upset. Can we talk about that? You know? And so you have to be mindful that it's not even, even if it's true, right? There's probably some truth. I always tell my clients this, um, Nobody wants to be married to their therapist. Like, they just don't. Like, I don't want to have someone who, when I'm speaking, you're not calling me out for these different things and telling me, you know, you just lack boundaries. And if you set boundaries, then, you know, like, that's just, that's why people hire a therapist, somebody outside of their life. And so if you're telling them that their anger with you has nothing to do with you and it's about their childhood, they probably right. aren't going to feel very heard or comfortable in sharing any other thoughts that they, that they have. So you have to be so right. mindful. And it's funny because as a therapist, that's always on my mind. And I have to remind my clients of that. Just recently, one of my clients that I was working with, and we were talking about something and I'm like, okay, you know, being able to identify what's your stuff, what's the other person's stuff, you know, and and don't take on too much of your stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, boundaries, but it's funny because I always have to like, kind of let them know now. I'm not saying go to this person and then be like, my therapist said that this is all your stuff. Right, 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 right. I don't even have to deal with that because that's your stuff. Figure it out and come back to me. (laughs) You still have to have that balance. You still have to have that balance. And and it's funny because kind of like I'm veering off of it, but 
it's so easy for us to also say, well, my therapist said this, and then we have our own interpretation. We've talked about this before. Sometimes clients will come back and they'll say, well, the last time you told me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, I never, no, that's not what I said. Yes, that has happened. So well, you didn't times. say it like that exactly, but I know you meant that. No, that's that's not what I meant either, right? <laughs> so again, yeah. it's it's we feel like we we feel a little more equipped to handle conflict. Um, it gives us a bit of a one up, and we don't have to be as vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think that, you know, when you were talking about, so what is there to be done, if anything, I think that's really the part where we have to be really stay aware of when all of this healing that we're doing, when we're really then using that as a different type of shield, as a different type of wall, where it's like, well, because I went to therapy, now I won't engage with anyone yeah. who is not to have you know, who's not going to respect all of my boundaries. Part of therapy is also us learning moderation and conflict resolution and, and how, how to stay connected to people because we're wired for connection. So how do you use this to foster more connection and not create more disconnection in your life, which is really easy to do. Mm -hmm. So I think the, main thing we have to do is stay aware when we're kind of using this as again that one up yeah i don't have to deal with this i'm in therapy i and i'm i'm you know i'm not gonna have any type of negativity in my life and look i've been there you know what i'm saying like i've been there yeah and then it's like we still got some healing to do here right right you can't you can't control everything in your life and especially not the lives of others. So you have to be able to understand that um, it's a process and, and it doesn't mean that you now are the know-it-all of the group or whatever the case may be. Um, and you can't be the person that's like trying to tell everybody else what they should or should have been doing or how, you know, um, this is what therapy has taught me. You should learn it. Let me teach you my ways or whatever the case may be. Um, so those are some of the reasons why. And I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it seems it's helpful. It's good. It's a good thing, but you just have to make sure that you're staying mindful of it and that you're not using it as a way to kind of like not have to deal with your issues when it comes to other people. Right. Um, cause I think that's definitely a thing too. Go ahead. And I think just like anything else, anything that's out of balance is where we run into trouble. So like you said, this is great. This is wonderful. It's resonating with you. It's empowering you. But if we, if we lean too much on that, then we, we run the risk of really alienating other people in our lives. And part of what we we've talked about, like we talked about this in, I think the last session is how is it that we respect where other people are at? Right. Like how do we, so if I'm using this, I'm using this terminology terminology to show you how evolved I am and how healed I am, then maybe I'm not that evolved and that healed. Right. Right. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. Good point. All right. Thank you all for like that. Us. Speak from experience. So no <laughs> judgment. I've been that this evolved person. <laughs> I get it. Uh, Thank y'all so much for joining us. 
We really appreciate it. Make sure you check out melaninmentalhealth.com to look at the previous podcast, to check out our directory of clinicians and for dope merchandise. Um, check out Melanin Mental Health across social media, Melanin, Melanin Health on Twitter. Um, and also subscribe and rate and all that jazz on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Thank you. We appreciate you. I love it. We'll talk to you next week. This was a fun series. Yes, this was fun. This was this we was a fun another series. series. So. If y'all have ideas for yeah. series, definitely. All right, y'all. Bye. bye.